Hello there, super friends. I'm Kelly Gettner of Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. Or you might just know me because you're interested in the Virtual Super Friends Celebration. If you don't know what the Virtual Super Friends Celebration is, I'm here to tell you about it. This is a perfectly free virtual convention that's coming up Friday, June 11th through Sunday, June 13th. This will be hosted on Phoenix Sisters Cosplay, our YouTube, and our Facebook. I hope you join us. Something Something Dragons, episode 44. Come play with us. And welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and game master and keeper of creepy children, Aaron. With me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello, heroes. Hello. Hello, heroes. Wait, are we the creepy children? Or I mean, I wouldn't the... say we're not creepy children, but hello. I mean... <laughs> certain aspects we could be considered creepy yeah maybe i mean i'm not the creepy children well no you're not a child <laughs> and i will point out that at least one person on this podcast is in fact my child so but yeah so uh ghost children am i right uh. this is like a what's the deal of airplane food but twisted you are right, in fact. You're not wrong. So I've been thinking a lot since last week about ghost children. Because I got to admit, that is definitely one of those things that when I'm watching a scary movie or reading a, a novel that has a horror bent and there's that creepy ghostly child, it just wigs me out. Like, absolutely just... You're so wrong. So I just wanted to ask you guys, what are we thinking about the uh, ghost children of Hergsug? Not great, non-optimal situation. They're kind of buttholes. <laughs> non-optimal situation? Yeah. I was going to say, ghost, yeah, ghost children, yeah, totally don't scare me one bit, hides bottle of holy water and three rune stones I've been keeping at my door at night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, from the outset, I've told you, and every time you guys have gone, God, that's creepy, I have reminded you that Carrion Crown is a horror-based adventure path, you know, this is, you guys are heroes, you are standing up against the forces of darkness, and if all goes well, you should still win. But, you know, this is not the adventure path where you are bright and shiny people wearing plate mail and fighting dragons and giants. You know, this is, you are fighting the things that go bump in the night. Undead, werewolves, zombies eventually. I guess that's still undead, but, you know, there's going to be zombies. There's going to be probably vampires at some point. There's probably going to be other werewolves. Oh, that's going to be fun. 
Um, you know, you are right now engaged in a uh, trial for a creature that is absolutely, but not, but is totally the Frankenstein monster. So I just wanted to talk about, like, what are some of your favorite tropes in horror and the ones that both really freak you out, but at the same time you find interesting or fascinating? For me, those two things are not the same. Okay. <laughs> there are tropes that I dislike, and then there are tropes that I like, and the tropes that I like don't typically freak me out. Okay. Interesting. Well, what's one of each, then? <laughs> My favorite horror trope is the final girl. Okay, sure. Although that's, you know, a trope about who lives through the horror. Well, sure, but it's still, it's a, it's a trope that you find only in horror. That's true. What is it? The final girl. The final girl is typically the female character who represents goodness and purity and moral whatever and is almost always the only one that lives through whatever the horror scenario is oh oh the protagonist i was gonna uh, say not necessarily the protagonist well and i would also point out that horror movies i mean if you look at what the actual definition of what a protagonist is almost never are the the people involved in the horror, the protagonist, because the protagonist is the person whose choices drive the action of the story. In horror, the protagonist is usually the monster. Or whatever idiot actually woke up the bad, the bad the, thing. Right. <laughs> who's usually the first victim. Yep. All right, so you, you love Final Girls. What's a trope that you're freaked out by even in- Jump scares. I hate them and they should stop. I can agree to that. I'm not a fan. It's so cheap. Mm -hmm. And I just, I hate them. <laughs> I don't hate jump scares, but my family knows not to sit near me when there is one because I will slap the person next to me or bang them with my head or break something or throw something. Really, whatever's in my hands does not finish in my hands. Say, Orange and Blue know this for a fact. It's the reason that I won't do haunted houses. Mm -hmm. Because I have a way overdeveloped flight or fright response. And it's fight. And it's fight. Uh, yep. And I know, like, I'm, I'm not deluded when I go into a haunted house. I know that the scare actors are just people who are just doing their job. And they're not actually going to hurt me. And I don't yeah. want to hit them. But my well. lizard brain does not care. <laughs> so if I exactly. So if I go to a haunted house, I spend the entire time just basically biting myself, like in biting my cheek and clenching my fists, so that when I get a jump scare, I don't hit whoever scared me. And again, I don't want to do it, so I just try not to go to haunted houses. That's not fun. I get, because I get the same way. So I go through these haunted houses with this like tension that just, yeah, it makes it uncomfortable and anxious and I don't like it and it should stop. Yep. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm, I'm that way, but I have it with the other way flight. Although I'm not jump scared easily. Gratuitous things like death, gratuitous death. I will run out of the room, or if I can't, I will start screaming. There was one scene in Men in Black that incapacitated me for a full, like, 
five minutes of just screaming my head off. And that was an uncomfortable conversation at midnight. But, yeah, I, I get you just the other way around. I get that you guys don't like jump scares, and I still, you know, sometimes if the jump scare catches me too off guard, will ball up into a, will ball up and start like crying. But compared to the alternative way of scaring people, which is what they seem to go with if they aren't going to jump scare you, which is way over the top body horror, I'll prefer the jump scare in the end because the jump scare yeah, I yeah, flinch yeah. and get back from it. But if you have, hmm, I don't know, someone's jaw fall off, I'm not gonna recover. That was one movie. It was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> See, the the body horror for me completely depends on the movie, because like my favorite horror movies are the Nightmare on Elm Street series and the Hellraiser series. And holy crap, is there body horror in both of those movies? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. But they are not. Like the Saw movies, I can't stand them because of the the weird body horror in the Saw movies. But it's the the way they're done. Yeah, I think part of it also has to do with the level of fantasticism to it. Like, mm -hmm. in the really real world, Freddy Krueger is never going to turn me into a cockroach and crush me in a roach motel. That's just not going to happen. Yep. But... Could I be in a really bad car accident and something disfigure my face? Yeah, that 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 could happen. And so that makes it that makes the latter much harder for me to watch than the former. And that's the other thing, like body like, you can do gore and stuff without doing it or like body horror without making it too graphic. Like do it I, can, I can handle even fighting and stuff like that. As long as you know, it's just kind of like, if it's something where it's like, you just see an arm, I can be like, alright, I'm fine. Or if it's like, they show an attack, and then you see the big splatter of blood on the wall, that's completely yeah. fine. But I do not need to watch the process of the jaw falling off. One movie. One movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, clearly that one movie was traumatized. <laughs> it was! I had to leave the theater because I was crying. My dad and I both do a thing where t our coping mechanism, look up the special effects. I never go into a scary movie without having IMDb open and knowing everything that- how it worked. I find that stuff fascinating, but if- if it catches me unawares, I start screaming. So, that line. Yellow, red, you've been very quiet. I want to hear from you. <laughs> oh, I have. Um, so I don't, um, I have never, I never liked horror. I have only seen one uh, horror movie in my life. It was Krampus. And that was last Christmas, and that was the only time I was ever able to watch a horror movie. Um, I don't like any horror at all. It's not interesting. I don't know why anybody would ever subject themselves to such a thing. <laughs> Personally. Okay. But I now have to ask the question. Run a horror campaign. Yes. <laughs> Why did you guys <laughs> select the the the, the horror-based campaign when I said here are the APs that are available? I it's don't. When it's it's vitu vi I can't see it. I can't see horror. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't see horror things. Um, that's okay. the jump scares in um visualization put out everything like a movie. 
That I can't do. Okay. But... Or read uh, scary books, or... Interactions in the situation and the description, I can do that. But yeah, I love... Okay, I thought this was just movies. I love horror stories. Like the, like the little ones you read on Halloween. Yeah, no, I mean, horror so is... I, I didn't, I, That's one of my favorites. I didn't specify horror movies. I said in horror. All right. Okay, yeah, I love horror stories, like the little ones, like stuff. not not like not like Stephen King, but like the little ones you read around the campfire to make people like scream and yeah. Like, seventh grade, what I did a lot of the time on weekends was there were like these websites with like tons of horror stories on them. Not exactly creepy pastas, but like. It's like they heard there was a killer on the news and then they saw them outside, but it turns out they were inside and it was a reflection. Whoa, you know, like that. Uh-huh. I, I read a lot of those and it was really entertaining. None of them were very scary, though, honestly. Like, I didn't stay up at night thinking about them. Okay. I don't even to say what I did like. <laughs> Just thinking. And- I would want to watch more, but I, I don't really know how to access horror movies and besides I don't know if my parents would want me watching horror movies. I don't know. Well, I am absolutely not going to advocate that a, a bunch of 14 year olds watch horror movies without their parents' permission. So. <laughs> Let the record show. Uh, Not that gore is a problem though because gore is the biggest problem for me. Like, once again, jump scares, Same. I'll jump a bit. I really like suspense, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I, I hate good that. Good suspense, or good just, like, creepy without being... Uh. It's... But, like I, like I said, for me, gore isn't that big of a problem. Like, me and my mom, when we hang out, sometimes we'll watch Supernatural. And the only thing on there that's really, really freaked me out was when some guy ate a cat. That freaked oh, me out. Nice. I did not like that episode. Well, it, there were parts of it that was okay, but I mean... Still, yeah, no. So I have a question. Um, <laughs> does Coraline count as horror? Because if so... Yes. I'd say yes. That is my favorite, <laughs> uh, that is my favorite horror thing, you know? Like, the whole thing... It's just a great movie in yeah. general, you know? Like, the the whole work that went into it. And the I've foreshadowing... You have never seen Coraline? Nope. Thanks. It's way better than oh, the book. My god! You need to, you need to watch Coraline. It, it is a masterpiece. Okay. I, I just really like it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole at one point about how it was made. Yeah. So speaking of horrible, horrible things, and since we got back to Coraline, scary children, let's check back in with our heroes as they're dealing with some scary children. I'm just, honestly, I'm preparing, like, I'm just gonna let Green get this out here. I'm preparing myself for another party death, because not can drain your hit points. Maximum hit points. I mean, I, con damage, man. Con the, damage sucks. That yep. is the only thing I've ever actually lost a character in a D&D game to. Not one of my, it was an NPC, I was the DM, but it was traumatizing enough to be the DM. I can't even imagine... Like, I've never actually lost a Well, let's character. see what happens, shall we? Yeah. So when last we saw our heroes, they had just uh, finished the first day of the Trial of the Beast. They had interrogated the sisters Garrow, Starl, and Flick about the murders of the six children in the town of Hergstog. 
conversation. What? Was not an interrogation. Investigation? It, I mean, it wasn't a under-the-lights interrogation, but you were asking them questions pointedly to get answers. It's an interrogation. We weren't, like, let the record show we weren't, like, holding a daylight spell at their face or anything. No, but <laughs> but you, you, you were pointedly asking questions until you got a question, or until you got the answers you were looking for. That's an interrogation. So, having obtained uh, some of the backstory about what happened in Hergstag, you went to investigate the scene yourselves, racing to the town, hoping to get there before nightfall, because based on what you had been told, you suspected that the dead children were now some sort of wraith slon. You arrived in the town and immediately found a bear trap that had been left behind when the people abandoned the town. Found um, is a very nice way of putting it. I mean, you found it by stepping into it. Not wrong. But, you know, Azatha's fine. She's fine. We're all fine here now. Probably <laughs> You heard the disturbing laughter of a child coming from the other side of a river, raced forward, entering the home of Alan, not before finding another bear trap. And inside the home, you have now uh, been attacked by his shade. And that is where we left our party. So let's just go ahead and jump right back into it. I will get our background music going from Tabletop Audio. And we had left off with it being Alan's turn. Inside the home is Jaren Lensa and a tiger who answers to the name of Eklund. He was an owl like a minute ago. Not he was an owl six seconds ago, in fact. Yeah. Outside of the home are Azatha and Lyris. Alan had been hiding behind the door, and Lensa is standing right next to him. Yeah, I know. Point of order before we go? Yes. I don't think Jaren is in the right spot. Uh, why not? Uh, you, you use spring I, attack and... I know, but I think... I thought he finished one step further back. Okay, that's fine. I think... It, it, go ahead and move him. That's fine. Okay. It won't affect what Alan plans to do anyways. Yeah, no, um, that's fine. I just... He's going for me. The plan? Yeah, he's... She already took damage. So I mean, you're right there, so... You right are there, right there. I have a... Your spell charged. Yep. So Alan is going to reach out with his creepy little hand and say, You're pretty. You could be my new mommy. Oh, God. <laughs> Why does everyone want you to be their mommy? <laughs> and he reaches out and will a 17 hit your touch AC? No. Yes. It would hit my normal AC. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't. A 17 touch AC is not impossible. His hand sinks into you, and again, you just feel that cold as your very essence is drained out of you. You will take one point of negative energy damage, and I need a fortitude save. Fort that tude. Fort that tude. man. I do not fort the tudes. Could I make it a will save? You cannot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try. <laughs> Natural 20. To prove okay. me wrong. Because apparently oh. I do for the tudes when I say I don't. Okay. Thank you, Luxstone. You do not suffer any additional constitution drain, but you will take the one point of negative energy damage. And the ghost child will then take a five foot step through the wall. 
Cool. That is his turn. That takes us to Alyris. Me? Yes, you. Oh. Do I have to go inside? No. I mean, you don't have to. You are the one with the ghost touch axe, but... I'm gonna say oh. yes. Well, then I guess I have to go murder a dead child now. Yes, yes, you do. Get in here. Really, oh, you have the ghost touch axe. We need I don't you. think you can murder something that's already dead. You're putting it honestly why I chose you. this AP in answer <laughs> to the question earlier. Because someone okay. uh, decided to pit me against an intelligent creature at one point who was pregnant, and I felt awful about it. Killing intelligent undead? Eh, they're already dead. And usually evil. The manticore was evil. Manticore was alive with another living thing about to become out. Evil, but it's a mother. So it's an evil mother. It's still evil. Alyris, what would you like to do? Uh, I guess I'll go inside. What is the maximum amount of spaces I can move? You can move six spaces with a single move. Uh, you can take two move actions, but then you won't be able to attack that same turn. Take two move actions. You know, it'll be getting closer to the ghost thing. And as soon as we get this over with, the better. So, <laughs> might as well, yeah. you know? Yep. Uh, so, 12 spaces and a double move action. Take this much damage. What did I do? I don't think I stepped in a bear trap. So Alyris runs into the house. Uh, I'm assuming you are drawing the axe. Did you do so? Yep. She's got her axe above her head and just like, ah! <laughs> 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 the to the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. And then stops and looks around like, wait, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't even cure myself. I mean, you can. You've got a fully, you've got oh. a charged cure light wounds wand in your hand. No, I can't because I've only taken like three points of actual damage. Oh well, I mean, you the still could. Con. It would be silly, but you could. Yeah, that's why I, I could, but I cannot heal myself. The majority of the hit points are down. Well, what do you want to do? I see no reason why me being pretty has anything to do with being a mother. <laughs> he wants a pretty mommy. Why does that matter? Don't you start being creepy. One is enough. <laughs> I'm not a child. Neither is he, and he's still voicing one. That was Jaren saying that, not me. Yeah, no, that's Jaren. Okay. <laughs> and so right. Lenza responded with... Why does that matter? Anyhow, Lenza, uh, you, move, you took a move action. Are you doing anything else? Yeah, child gets in within range i'm gonna like readying an action so if the child comes near me i'll hit it with the wand okay. i'll attempt to hit it with the wand i make no Fair. promises all right uh zatha you are alone in out in the field outside the house i'm sorry I wonderful I do, it's fine i'd rather be out here than in there I mean, <laughs> there's still daylight outside of the house let's see i actually have mage armor on myself for once in a yeah, you do. Oh, what time? What? Wait, did we come here directly after the trial? Uh, it was trial, interrogation, come here. So it is. I said that so it's. So I it's, would have not gotten new spells for the day. Nope. No. Um, right. But the only thing you should have <laughs> cast today prepared. should. The only thing you should have cast today so far should have been Mage Armor. Yeah. 
I know. I just don't have Disrupt Undead prepared. That's the thing. Ah. Yeah. Right. It's not you've a cantrip. Your, you've got your Celestial Fire, though. I do, I do. It is a cantrip. I just have to choose the cantrips. I was going to say, I will also point out that uh, you did pick up Quick Study, didn't you? As an ability? As an Arcanist ability? What's that again? I completely forgot about that. So, Quick Study allows you to spend one point out of your Arcane Reservoir and take a full round action to uh, look at your spell book and replace one spell that you've prepared with a different spell. Yeah, I'm definitely doing that then. Okay. Yeah, I wanna... I am going to do that then. Okay. And uh, get yeah, Disrupt Undead. What are you going to unprepare in place of it? Uh, <laughs> I don't need... From what it looks like you've prepared, I would say that Daze is probably the uh, the one that is least likely to be useful, because that only affects the living. Because that's yeah. a mind-affecting thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting rid of that and doing Disrupt Undead. There we are. Okay. So spend one point in your Arcane Reservoir. That's your entire turn as Azatha pulls out her spell book and goes, No, 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 that spell's not going to help me at all today. <laughs> yep. All right, Jaren, you're up. I'm really annoyed that this ghost ran away. <laughs> <laughs> How fragile do these walls look? Oh! I mean, they're wood. Don't, don't punch the... Hey, look, I can pass through walls, too. <laughs> <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go for it. That's no glory. You're going to make me looking up, look up the hardness of wood, wooden walls. Yeah. So, typically, a wooden wall has... Wood typically has a hardness of, of five and 10 hit points per inch of thickness. These probably don't have, you know, the, the walls are not much more than an inch thick, or at least certainly not the interior walls. And I will say that, you know, they have been, you know, abandoned for a year. So they may even be slightly weaker than a typical wooden wall would. But a typical wooden wall would be hardness five and 10 hit points per inch of thickness. Do I throw myself at the wall? <laughs> you could also just try to strength a, a, a flat strength check to break down the wooden wall. Yep, I'm gonna move over here and try to uh -huh. push the wall down. Okay, and just Are you like gonna do... push it. So strength check or damage it? I'm gonna just try to push it over. So strength. Okay, give me a strength check. Let's see what happens. See if I'm feeling oh. strengthening today. Yep, nope, totally not. That was that was absolutely terrible. I rolled a five. Yeah. Oh no. Which gives me an eight total. So the wall slightly buckles, which makes you think that it's well within your ability as a strength check to do it, but that didn't quite get it. I just turned around and look at everybody and go, I'm just testing it. <laughs> uh Eklund. Turn around and kill this thing dead. And here's the other thing. What's Jaren's strength? 16. Okay, mine is 22 So in this form. So I think I have a decent chance of putting a decent hole in the wall. 
Yeah, it's pretty decent chance. And I think no shifter's rush wouldn't help me here. I was wondering if I could plow through it and hit the. No, you could not. Uh, if you want to make okay. a hole through the wall, that will be that would be your station. So. I'm just gonna move then. Okay. And claws. Um, embiggened. Nope. Owl talons. Tiger bite. Can I use my bite? You can absolutely use your bite. Does more damage, and if I'm rolling once, I might as well. Oh, and I get a plus eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty-six. A twenty-six. <laughs> a twenty-six will uh successfully damage the, or su- successfully hit the the broken child. Do all my attacks count as magic, or just my claws? All of your atta- all of your natural attacks. <sighs> Thank the God. I thought I just did the biggest mistake in. Nope. Okay, your bite I'm, still counts. I'm not as wasting magic. a 26. Nope. Your bite still counts. So, how much damage? 11 bludgeoning slash piercing plus grab. Okay, I've never seen that notation before. Okay, so a bite counts as both bludgeoning damage and piercing damage for the purposes of getting past DR, which is good. Normally, when you bite something, you would get a free attempt to grapple them. Uh, in it's this case, though. in this case, he's incorporeal, and although your bite will allow you to damage him, you can't grab onto him with your bite, so it doesn't matter. But normally, you would get the ability to try to grapple them immediately with the bite. So, 11 points of damage is halved because you are corporeal, but that does damage him. So, you bite big chunks of ectoplasm out of the uh, wraithly figure, and, and he just says... You're not playing very nice. Mmm, tasty. You aren't playing nice when you're laughing at us getting caught in bear traps. That was just funny. It was not. Eklund lick, licks his lips as though like ta- like, a, like he's a wine taster, and then just roars. <laughs> like right up in this kid's face. He's okay. not playing anymore. <laughs> the child is going to kick out at Eklund. Uh, I saw this coming. Oh well. And touch AC is not bad. And well, uh, I rolled garbage, uh, so a ten will not hit your. T- oh. So he kicks out at you, and comes up short, and then says, "I'm gonna go play with somebody else," and he will five foot step back through the wall. <laughs> I came all the way over here for nothing. Him. That's what you can still one, two, three, four, five, and get there in one move. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm pu- I've got my hands up against the wall, and I'm like, I'm just, and then suddenly I'm like, oh, well, hey, there you are. <laughs> that is Alan's turn, Aliris. Uh, the ghost child just stepped back through the wall. Wait, go ahead. What? So, passing through the wall is his action. It was a five foot step for him, but yeah. Okay. Yes, I'll go back over there. Why? Because whenever we introduce a new monster, I build a stat block for it in my head. And that's good information. Okay. Uh, so, yes, I believe you can close with him and still hit him with the axe. Yeah, in one turn. yeah. You know what, this... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna attack this child. <laughs> okay. We did that in merch. Things I didn't need to do. I didn't didn't have to go way over there if he was just gonna walk back through the wall. You wasting my time. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How very dare you? I don't sir. think he cares. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He totally 
care about something as trivial as our life. So what did we roll? I got a 28. A 28 will hit the child. Two damage. Hey, it's damage. It's ghost touch, so it all it all affects him. Uh, hey, thanks, Lopper. <laughs> Don't thank him. This is sarcastic, thank you. Thank me. I'm the one attacking. All right, so... Well, yeah, but you got the axe from the Lopper. I killed yeah, him with well, it, too. He didn't give it to me or anything. I took it. That's true. All right, so you, uh, you, you, you hack into child with an axe, doing your best Lizzie Borden impression. Clearly there's only two people on the podcast that know who that is. I, I, I know. Do. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, and that is Alyris' turn. Lenta, hey! your readied action did not trigger. Uh, I don't want to get... But you still have a charged wand. I don't want to get close to the dead child again. Then don't. What else am I going to do? Is this? How does this wand work? Does it shoot things? Like I'm thinking of wand of magic. No, and I'm probably wrong. It's a touch. No, a, a, yeah, the, a, the wand just acts as the spell, and cure light wounds requires you to touch the target. Maybe you just stay back in reserve, in case somebody needs healing, or in case like it comes up to you. <sighs> yeah, I guess because I can't really do much. Gee, if only you'd uh, channeled the hero fan today. All right, shut up. <laughs> Gee. So are you are you holding your turn or How many spells per day do I get when I don't have the Hierophant? Not a lot. I think you have one first level spell per day. That sucks. Let me double check. You are a fifth level medium, correct? Yeah. Uh you have a high enough uh, charisma, you have two first level spells per day. Oh, that's awesome. So what are you doing? You just holding your action or No. No? Casting spell. What are you casting? Hey, hey, hey Jaren. What? You wanna be big? Oh, make me big. Big. Okay. Jaren is now a human-sized Jaren. <laughs> hey, that's big for me. It is. So you effectively get a plus two bonus to strength, a minus two penalty to dex, and a minus one to attack and AC. All right, so you are embiggened. You don't get reach because you're still only being enlarged up to medium size. but Yeah, that makes me sad, but I'll live, I think. So Lenza casts Enlarge Person on Jaren. Um, are you taking a move action, Lenza, or are you just hanging out? No, I'm staying here. Okay. So kind of... Uh, Azasa, you have finished preparing your spell. Uh, what would you like to do? I will approach the house. Don't exactly want to go in, but if I go right here, <laughs> okay. can I see the child? You can. Then I will cast my thing. It's... wait, let me just double check that I can. That is, uh... Um, yeah, I will cast Disrupt Undead at the child from this angle. Okay. Alright, what that, was your to hit roll? That is an 18 to hit. An 18 will strike, hey, Alan. Nice. And That's how much damage five. does it do? Ow! That is extremely unpleasant. Uh-huh. As you're ray of golden energy flies out of Azatha's fingertips, striking the child, and he shrieks and goes, oh, I don't like you at all. Sorry, kid, you're kind of trying to, <laughs> whether you know it or not, kill us. Jaren! I'm going to, uh, and this is a very purposeful movement, he's going mm -hmm. to move sideways behind Alaris first. 
and then he will move up to the ghost child, and then he will hit the ghost child. He's using spring attack, so. Gotcha. So I'm going to uh, gonna gonna punch it. Okay. Can I use can I use two weapon here? You could, but didn't you end up doing more than just I a did. five foot step? I mean, you took a full. Yeah. So since you took a full complement of movement, okay. No, you can. So uh, that is a twenty to hit. That will strike. Uh, that is twelve magical bludgeoning damage, and uh, he's also the shadow hunter. So. So it, it, it is not halved like normal magic weapons would be. It does full damage. So that's a lot of punch damage. Yep. And then I will finish my movement back here. Okay. So I bebop boop up there, punch him in the face, and bebop boop back. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, that really, uh, like, as your, as your fist goes through him, it looks like it has torn away most of his ectoplasm. So it looks like he's barely still holding himself like, together. Stand down, kid! Uh, Eklund. Okay, so this is a pain in the grass, but I have uh, nowhere to move because I'm too big. I can't... S- Can I sit yep. in a friendly creature's space, or does that only work outside of combat? Yeah, that only works outside of combat. You cannot... You can move through a friend's space, but you can't... Stay. Can, Can I, I make a suggestion? Yeah. He likes to go through that wall. He's hurt right now. You could just hold your action. Maybe just hold in case he okay, like, yeah. tries to run away through there. Because yeah, he can't gonna... go outside right now either. All right, so the the uh, giant jump scare tiger behind the wall is going to um, hold his action until he decides to retreat. And that kabam! Two claws to the face! <laughs> so Eklund is holding his turn. Of course, now it's not going to do that. I'm assuming you want to hold your turn and not ready in action so that you can make a full attack. So this takes us to Alan's turn, who is trusting that the tiger is stupid and is going to come running around. Uh... But he also knows that he just got chopped by an axe and punched by a... He thought you were a gnome, but now you look like a (laughs) grown-up. So he is going to try to poke Illyris in the eye. Uh, that is a 23 to hit your touch AC. I'm gonna guess that probably hits touch AC. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so you will take four points of negative energy damage, and uh, I need you to give a fortitude save. Fortitude. 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 <laughs> Please do. Wah. A fortitude, right? It's a 15. Does that work? So, uh, the child's incorporeal finger pokes into you. Uh, you can feel that, I mean, it, it hurts badly. And you can feel this cold seeping into your body, trying to drain your strength, but you are just able to resist it. You're like, no, that's mine, go away! <laughs> I don't like that That's my eye. That's rude. And then he will five-foot step through the wall. Ha. Eklund, would you like to re-enter the initiative? Come on, Tiger Claws, Tiger Claws, Tiger Claws. Come on, come on. I did this entire form in... 21 and 17 max damage on both eight claws! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, The 21 will hit. The 17 will hit. So that is five and six points of... uh, Because of Tav. 
Um, so you're you you don't even need to make the bite. Your claws just tear through the child, and it dematerializes. You absolutely destroyed that child. Nice. <laughs> Shut off. I never thought I'd say that. Hey, I'm right. You have redeaded the ghost. Uh, Alan has now been returned to Phrasma's embrace. What you mean, dead? <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, Green's feeling a little bloody today because that thing. Oh, yeah. Creepy, so it has to die. That's kind of how I work. God. Sure. Um, so you're inside the house. Uh, it is twilight outside. What do you guys want to do now? Yes, I'll go to where everybody is in the house. Now that there I mean, is not currently okay. a child. Do we have any concrete evidence besides that it was a wraith spawn? Need more evidence. I and feel like we should search around the house to find something that belonged to the kid and see if you can channel the kid. Uh, Eklund can't talk. To ask him how he died. Here's the thing. Whichever kid I channel, we will not be able to call into court tomorrow. Well, I mean, there's six of them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we ask one to see what the answer is, and then we save the other ones for court. Or one of the other ones, or something. But we don't, we don't want to ask something in the courtroom that we don't already know the answer to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is That's fair. Really fair. Um, if you guys want to search the house, go ahead and give me perception checks. I got a 21 on perception. Uh, 17 on perception. 28 for perception. 28. Are you going to stay in tiger form, Eklund? For now, yes. But... Okay. I'd say you've already used two wild shapes for the day. Uh, um, Lensa, uh, as you guys search around through the house, um, you find a... Basically a reader... Like, it's a, a school book that, you know, he would have written in, and so you can see a child's handwriting in it. That's about the only thing you find. It looks like his, like, the family very deliberately took everything of value out of the house, and there's not even much furniture. But mm-hmm. but you do find that abandoned in a corner. Well, I can try to use this. I mean, see if it works. And something. I want to emphasize something of how you're asking the questions, though, since I will not be able to assist. Mm-hmm. Be gentle. It's still a child. I'm always gentle. I mean, except when sure. I punch it in the face. <laughs> Eklund sits down and Just tries don't... to look non-threatening by slightly imitating Zarquin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's come around the corner at this point. You guys get five questions. <laughs> Hey then, I'll channel it. So Lensa takes the, the, the reader, concentrates on it for a few moments. Her eyes roll back into the back of her head. Creepy. I don't know how I get out. Hello? Uh, hi. Are you Alan? Yes. Do you know what happened to you? I was killed, I think. It was very cold. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know how that happened? Pretty ask, but yeah, we kind of need to need to know. It was a dark shadow thing. It had a lot of eyes, red eyes. It had red eyes. 
Um, were you, did you know the beast? No. So it was not the beast of Lapistat that killed you. It was a shadow? A horrible shadow with lots of eyes. With lots of red eyes, okay. And Lensa's back. Okay, so what's creepy about that is that's closer to how I know Blue to talk in real life than Lensa's voice. So that was... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I gave up, because I'm like, my throat's hurting. We're going to use whatever voice comes out. It was fine. Okay. We go ahead and move you guys back to the map of Hergstog. Yay. Let's go. Next stop, Elsa. Yep. Let's, uh, let's, uh... Go out for bear traps. Yeah, let's... Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna actually... I'm gonna use another wild shape and have Eklund take owl form again to watch for the... to look out for bear traps. Okay. So, I'm just gonna... Is the wand still charged? Technically, when you cast a spell, you would have had to let go of it. Then could I have bopped Eklund with it? He looks like he's still down, and I don't want to waste it. Yep. Sure. Oh, you get two. Admiral. It's fine. So wait, uh, Elsa's the one that was the one that came into town, right? Elsa is the one who the beast brought her body into town. Alright, then we're not gonna talk to her. I want to bring her to court. Yeah, that's a good idea. I suggest we only talk to one more of the kids, and the other ones we save for court. Sure, that works. Elsa I recommend is probably a, a good one to take to court. Although it may make I think Karen might. it may make Thurl cry, which we'll use may or may not be a good thing. It'd be horrible, but on the other hand, if it helps us prove that that crying they thought they heard was that laughter that they thought they heard was crying, it might be useful. All right, so onward to Elsa's house, I suppose. <clears throat> Eklund offers right. his feet again, as if to say, like, "Hey, Jer-, like, because he's he's back an owl, like, because mm. Jaren injured got injured by the bear trap, like again, hey, you, hey, you want to ride?" kind of a gesture. Jaren will start to take a step and then look down at his leg and go and just hold out his arms like a T. Like, you know. <laughs> Eklund picks him up. Is he back small again? Uh, I was gonna say, unless you guys took a really long time, Jaren could still be big. Oh, how long does that last? I mean, that's minutes. Five oh. minutes. It's a minute per level. Oh. Five minutes. Then, yeah, can't pick me up right now. Okay, so... But he'll fly, he'll fly a little bit ahead of the party and keep an eye out. I'll lead the way, I guess, because I haven't yet been hit by a bear trap. <laughs> we all get You're a bear blind, trap. Though. Uh, I would like, blind, though. I am not I would like, blind. I'm normally blind. At the moment, she is not I blind. I have a spirit. I can see. I need perception checks as you guys make your way down the path to the southwest from Alan's house towards Elf's. Watch, I'm going to roll a one. Oh, I called it! I can see the future! Uh, I got a 26, so I'm hoping that cancels. I got a 20. I got a 21. I can see okay. see the future. I can see the future, but I cannot see the bear trap. The 24? And plus one to find traps. You start making your way down the path. You do see a bear trap. However, it appears to be already locked around what looks like a scarecrow. Oh, that's it. Until you get a little bit closer uh, to it. No. It's a dead guy. At which point you you can see that it is 
a skeleton in rags. And as you get closer, you realize it's not even really a skeleton. It is an incredibly desiccated corpse. Cool. That's lovely. Cool. That's beautiful. Eklund coughs up an owl pellet. Let's get moving. Do you, do you want to, like, search him or anything? I mean... Or go on? I'm sorry, is he, like, in rags? I feel like... I'm gonna stop and poke at it a okay. little. See if it... Okay. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't move. Give me a quick perception okay. check. Look, if it's in rags, I just assumed it probably didn't have like a much on it. And it's a twenty-seven. So his clothing has been destroyed by weather, but you see something shiny and green around his mm-hmm. neck, and there's a pouch on his side that seems to be bulging. Well, I'm gonna take both of those things. Okay. So if you if you look at him, yeah, you would guess. That his clothing has been out here, you know, for maybe five, six months. You know, that's it's just been mm-hmm. the weather that has destroyed it. But he looks like he's been dead for maybe a hundred years. <laughs> he just looks the drained. nine. Oh, okay. What in the Gee, I wonder. Oh. Uh, and his leg is like his. Like I said, his leg is caught mm-hmm. in a bear trap. Lovely. But around his neck, there was a turquoise on a leather thong. If anyone wants to give me an appraise check, they may do so. I am quite good at that, actually. I know money things, eh? Well, because you gotta know what to steal. <laughs> I would say natural 20 for a 30. Okay. Uh, so the turquoise is worth 100 gold. In his pouch, there is 12 gold pieces and 22 silver pieces. There is a small silver pocket knife. It would be only a D3 damage if used as a weapon, um, but it's probably worth 25 gold. And there is a very nice set of lockpicks in his pocket. I'll pass that over to our resident thief. Alyris, they're not any better than the Masterwork Thieves tools you already have, but they are similar in quality. I'll take them anyway. Having a second pair will... Yeah. It's good if, yeah, you break yours. Exactly. Yeah, if you ever get a terrible roll on a disabled device check, then having a backup set is not a bad thing. Jaren will look at everyone and go, don't let them touch you too much. Like, while pointing at the body. <laughs> yeah, Lenza's just gonna give a look of... Yeah, I can confirm that. Yeah, that's right. Lenza is the one who has taken Constitution mm-hmm. brain so far. Okay. Onward, I suppose. That was grim. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like uh, this guy came here to rob the abandoned houses and got himself caught in a trap. Don't rob the dead, my dude. And then, and then was slowly tortured to death by the ghost children. Mm, wonderful. The reason I know it's the ghost children had to be the ghost children, not the whatever turned them. Otherwise, he would have become a race yep. spawn as well. Exactly. You can just kind of see Eklund, like even in though he's in owl form, just counting the years of therapy he's gonna need. So, the description <laughs> of the wraith that Alan gave us, I forget who mm-hmm. knew of wraiths, but whoever that was, does that description match a particular type of wraith that you're aware of? I'll let you give me another uh, knowledge religion check. That's not a natural one. You've never heard of a wraith with more than two eyes? Not that I know of. Well, that- 
makes it somehow more terrifying. Okay, onward. <laughs> but the glowing red eyes part of it does make sense to you. Uh, look, the red eyes are pretty powerful, of course. I'm pretty sure it's still... And judging by how their rape spawns, it's definitely a rape that killed them. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Just maybe not a normal wraith. Might be an advanced one. No, I'm just realizing the mistake we're making. Elsa's the not relevant what is person the here. We know that whatever's big and nasty is going to be in the home of the only plot relevant thing. I'm sorry I'm metagaming, but I have to point that out. I understand. I also that, know. But... I mean, I get it, but like on the other hand, you know, I feel like in context, it makes sense to go down the path to try to get as many of them done during the daylight before it becomes night. You can definitely still get to Elsa's house, and assuming that the fight with Elsa doesn't take any longer than the fight with Alan did, uh, you should be able to do that still by day. After that, you're probably going to be dealing with at least enough nightfall that they feel comfortable moving outside of homes. Yep. It's enough that I want to get as many of them done. I don't think we can do it with trying to get to, like, maybe Rachel, so... And in context, again, it makes more sense to just go down the path. Yep. So you make your way down to El. Awesome. Only one bear trap here. All right. Arriving to Elsa's house. Elsa's house is similarly only a single story. It actually appears... <laughs> ignoring what's on the map, it appears very similar to Alan's house. It looks like it might be in slightly better condition. It's possible that Elsa... Elsa's family didn't leave as early as Alan's family did, but... Well, I mean, for one, she um, died after him. That's true. All right, let's do this. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to the previous map. I'll listen at the door again. Or, like, right before the door. Okay. I mean, I'm rolling so great, so we'll see how this goes. And uh, I will actually follow her, because this time he's gonna... When she opens the door, he's just gonna go in. And so is Eklund. Dylan, <laughs> Al, Juan. 21! I, uh, I don't want to go in, but I kind of feel like I have I to, because I've got the axe. I mean, you could pass the axe off to someone else who could use it. No, no, nobody else uses my axe. Okay, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm just saying! <laughs> you have options. All right. Do not. You do not hear anything moving inside the house. Just give her a nod, like... Whenever you're ready. Can I try to cast the spell before I open the door? Uh, to, to, to prepare it? Charge yeah. the wand. Yeah. Um, uh, sure. Use magic device. 25, that's it. Okay, so yeah, you can activate. You you can have the uh, wand charged and ready to go. Open sesame. Okay, you open the door. I'm ready for a ghost to be like, boo! <laughs> okay, uh, you do not see anything in the main room of this house we in the other one said so did mm -hmm. we in the other one like wasn't it just standing right behind the door and we didn't notice well, it was i am going to enter okay you walk in there is nothing standing in the corner uh, i will walk in far enough so that the others can get in or anyone who who wants to get okay. in can get in clone will enter as well and even though there's no easy way to show this on the map until we actually start initiative or something he's flying in circles to he doesn't have to land. Okay. He's just looping sure. lazily right under the roof. Not a problem. Say, the ceiling is only about 10 feet high, so you can't fly real high, but but sure, not a problem. Anyone else going inside? 
I am waiting outside the door. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. I'm coming in. I don't want to go inside. There's the next trial we have to beat up. <coughs> As everyone starts to walk in, uh, Jaren will turn around and say, stay away from the walls. Because <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> That's probably why. The, the ghost coming through the walls, you know? Yeah. And he's pointedly. To this he's pointedly looking at the den mother. Move away from the walls. This is literally. The only reason she has her back to this wall is because it goes out to sunlight where it doesn't want to be. I suppose we should cautiously start to search this house. Or we could try calling out to it. <coughs> Where's that coming from? Can I make a perception check? Absolutely, you may make a perception check to see where you're hearing. I'm gonna her. do the same. Stop rolling once? No, uh, yes. Yes, you can. You. At any 25. point. <laughs> the 14 for a 25 on guys. The coughing seems to be coming from the room to the uh, north. You should go here. check that out then. Here or here? The closed off area. Gotcha. I guess we should the go check that out then, right? So Eklund's, he, yeah, he's gonna fly hesitantly over. Jaren will look at Illyris and go, do you want to open the door? Or do you want to... I'll open it. I'll... Okay. I'll open it. Is, I would is eventually it go in behind them, just staying at the back. Hmm. Okay. Is the door unlocked? Uh, the door does not appear to have a lock on it. Thinking of the sunlight thing, because of what Lensa did, he's appraising whether he could knock off the roof if need be. Like, could he fly up and punch through it? Sunlight in? It wouldn't. You could try. This looks. This roof seems to be a. Uh, this house in general seems to be in better condition than Alan's house was. And they're w wooden roofs, not thatched roofs, right? Okay. Right. So, um, all right, Lyris, When you open the door to this room, you see a bed, and in the bed, there is a child. Oh no. Uh, the child is laying in bed. And coughing. Yep. Also a dead one. And oh. And 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 <coughs> I don't feel well. Can, can, can my mommy left? Can you help me? Oh dear. You can see Eklund like fighting back every instinct he's ever had. Like this, th his brain is at war between this thing's going to kill me, and if I don't help it, I might as well do myself. So. We can hear this voice, right? Yeah, everyone can hear it. Well, maybe not as often. Right, well, I'm just gonna walk yeah. under oh, Eklund really and walk into the room. Like Eklund's gonna fly in like Jaren's bodyguard over here. <laughs> I feel obligated to go in because she's the mom. Could we be crowding this mm -hmm. child? A child? Can, can someone? I'm so cold. Does she look like the other race spawn, or does she look like? An actual physical child. Well, it's kind of... It's pretty dark in this room, but there's a blanket that seems to be held up by the body of a child. I acknowledge this. Sure. Religion? Mm-hmm. Gonna freaking leave! Did you just roll another one? <laughs> Refresh <laughs> your page, child. <laughs> well, because I've also... Because oh I, I also have the box glitch. I just haven't bothered to 
No, gotcha. it's like different thing. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's not the same skill. I mean, it's right, but rolling that many ones in a row is. I mean, she, you question my luck. She did get a natural twenty on her, or she got a fifteen on her use magic device in between. Oh, okay. Yeah, stuff. it's not a. I've been rolling better too. It's just four freaking ones. Can make a heal check to see if she's yep. actually alive? Not without getting closer. He's also an owl. Don't don't shouldn't his night vision at least get a little better? He has full dark vision. Oh, uh, actually, I think he you has dark full vision. dark vision. Yeah, you, you have dark see? vision. Give me a perception check. Dark. I'm. I, I don't. I don't like this. Um. Me too. <laughs> so there is definitely a physical body in the bed. Okay. So it's probably uh, a zombie. I just don't trust this. Uh, Jaren's gonna have a sudden. Gonna have a sudden light bulb moment. Quite literally. Uh huh. And he's going to reach into his bag. And pull out his Iun torch and put it above his head like a light bulb. <laughs> okay. Because he just remembered uh -huh. that he has one of those. You totally Useful. need. I'm, I'm drawing that. I'm so drawing that. Okay. So you have an Iun torch floating so above your head. So there's no light in here, at least. So there's a light floating over Jaren's head, and with the brighter light, you can all see a child's desiccated corpse. Lying Knew in it. the it bed. It can never be easy. It can never be a real child. It's not moving. Oh no, I know what this is. I know. And from underneath yep. the bed, you hear, well, that wasn't very nice at all. You're cheating. As the ghost child lunges out from under the bed, everybody will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so oh, I need to figure one. out how to say F you in a nice way. Um, where's my <laughs> <laughs> the minute I was like, there's a body? Oh, it's using its own body. Yeah, that's exactly what yep. was Didn't they say they I buried her, though? She dig herself up? Yeah! I guess. Because that is just not I... right. That's so wrong. <laughs> the fact that you're it laughing is this. Why on your to-do list? Like, dig up own body? Mm, check. <laughs> Put that on your... I mean, they've been abandoned in the town for like a year now. They, they, they I don't time. care. How is that not a skeleton? Like, digging yourself too. up is is there's that is there's nothing right about that. So why doesn't everybody go ahead and roll for initiative? I did. I, did. I hate my dice. Well, I want to leave. Okay, Twenty-two, <laughs> not bad. Put them out in the order if you have to. All right. So Aliris, what was your total? I rolled a twenty-two. On initiative. Okay, Lensa. I got a freaking seven. <laughs> uh, Azatha. I forgot to click my token, but I got 20. Jaren. Uh, that would be a 23. And Eklund. 13. 13. All right. So the child is lunging out from bed, but you guys were all clearly prepared for something. So, Jaren, you have the highest initiative. What would you like to do? I'm gonna gonna step up here and uh -huh. punch it a couple of times. That seems like a very <laughs> wise choice. Like, oh, uh, crack crack? <laughs> he, is he still in Biggend? Yep. He is still in Biggend for now. Oh, okay. Um, that is a 29 with a 28 to confirm. That will confirm your critical hit. Uh, so 18 magical bludgeoning damage. Still shadow, still shadow hunter. hunter, so that will all get through. Uh, and then the offhand is 21 to hit. That will also uh, hit. That is an additional 8. 
you confirm wow so the child is if you confirm on a natural 20 does it do anything like if you okay no just curious uh other than it automatically confirms actually that is the thing that matters because so a natural 20 will always hit even if your bonus is such that it wouldn't yeah normally hit so like you know let's say you only have a plus four to hit and you're fighting something with an ac of 25 a natural 20 will still hit but the only way you could confirm the critical would be with another natural 20. Uh. that's all it does um yeah but you just crack the shade of elsa hard with both fists as it lunges forward and jaren uh, just goes don't ever call me a cheater <laughs> very nice Illyris. yes there is a ghost child lunging out from under the bed and jaren just punched it twice what would you like to do please can i just go Sure. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but you are particularly helpful in this situation, so you probably stay. Look, we already fought a child today. I. Okay. You're probably gonna fight more. <laughs> if you guys want me to kill it with the axe, then I'll kill it with the axe. Alaris, <sighs> you're putting its soul to rest. Okay, okay, okay. I'll point out that if you want to try the acrobatics, to get into this back corner, you would then have flanking and could actually sneak attack with the axe. Yeah, I'm, I led like uh, acrobatics. Well, technically, sure. That wasn't a surprise round, right? Yes, it was not a surprise round. So unless it has She's combat reflexes, unless it has yeah, combat reflexes, you don't even need to worry about the acrobatics. Does it have combat reflexes? Can I just go over there? Just go for it, uh, bro. Go over there and find out. It will attempt to make an attack of opportunity as you move fast. They do have combat reflexes. Why? No, acrobatics, then. It's a child. What do you mean, why? Got a 33. You are easily able to avoid the attack of opportunity as you nimbly like cartwheel, cartwheel into place <laughs> and a raspberry. land axe in hand. Go ahead and make your attack. Yay, murder die. That's a 22 with uh, 3 for slashing damage. Okay, the 22... Actually, it's a 24 because you're flanking. Yeah. Um, That will hit. Uh, you will do three points of slashing damage and go ahead and roll sneak attack. Yes! Sneak attack. sneak attack. That is not good. Wow. How much damage is that? Uh, I think that's a natural one for a four. The sneak. Yep. At least that's four damage on 3d6 of sneak attack. Wow. Oh Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's a one, a one, and a two. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, it does still cut deep into the child with the axe, but it does not quite discorporate it. Uh, Zatha. Remember? <laughs> She's out here in this Fire. room going, what y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I am glad I did not go in there. I think I'm just going to stay out yeah. here. It's quite nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go in the doorway. Would I be able to shoot a beam of harm undead past Lenza. You can... Yes. Uh, Elsa will get cover from Lenza since you don't have precise shot, but uh, you can still target her. It's a, it, it's something. You seem to be doing alright for the moment. You guys are fine. I don't particularly... <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You can handle yourselves. Let's go. Ooh, that's an eight. Uh, an eight is not enough to hit. 
you uh, try to aim your beam and blast a burst of positive energy right into uh, Lensa's back. Lensa, not being undead, doesn't even notice it, but it does not hit Elsa. Bad. <laughs> she feels a little. She feels a little tingle. And it's like, woo, woo. It's positive energy. Does she heal? No, because you have to decide when you're using positive energy whether it's being used to harm undead or heal heal the living. How come? Then how come when Anton channels, it still hurts him? Because that's different. That's different. Uh... Because that is specifically a weakness of. Ah. Uh... Dampiers. I see. So that makes sense. Um, all right. So Azatha blasts un- ineffectively. Elsa is just sobbing and screaming, "Filthy cheater!" And again, is going to reach out for Jaren. Uh huh. <laughs> but that's like say that wow. again, you little. That is a twenty-one to hit your touch. Oh, I think even with my bonus, that's going to do it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I'm also a shadow dodger, so it gives me a plus four. Ooh, neat. Nice. Uh, but it's um, not enough. So, gotcha. So she will reach into you uh, for three points of negative energy damage. And and I need to fort the tood. Fort yep. the tood. Fort the tood. All right. Uh, I get a bonus on this because of shadow hunter. Very nice. Uh, it's a plus two to whatever I roll, so... Okay. That's a 24. A 24 is enough to resist the constitution drain. So although you are hurt from the chill of the grave, it does not sap away your life. And Eklund. All right. Does this count as a five-foot step if I go here? Yep. It does. Eh. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go both claws. Okay. 25 and a 19... Okay. Uh, what's the damage on those? Um, 11 and 9, so doing all the math, that's 10, four. because... Yep. Alright, so again, Elsa, or not Elsa, Eklund's shifter claws rip another Wraith Child's essence into shreds. Oh, lovely. The Wraith spawn of Elsa is rended asunder. Leaving Elsa's corpse laying in a bed with a teddy bear. And as we have our party standing around the bed with Elsa's corpse in it, we will pick up here next time. Eklund needing more therapy than Green does in real life. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, as always, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, Trial of the Beast, was written by Richard Pitt. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.